What's up, everybody? We are back, and as always, each episode is brought to you by All I Need Skateboarding. Uh, I called the brand All I Need because whenever life gets super crazy and out of control, as it does for all of us, like when I feel like I got no control and I just need something, I always go back to my skateboarding, and uh, it helps me pull through, man. It, it levels me out. It allows me to escape and create and it's it's a blessing as it is for all of us so that's where the name came from and uh, I just want to take a moment to thank those of you that have supported all I need uh, also the New England Am which is the biggest skate contest in New England and growing I'm super hyped on that that's November 5th and 6th and this podcast this has been huge for myself and hopefully uh, I'm connecting some dots in the skateboard industry with this podcast and introducing you guys to some some cool people. And um, But for me personally, it's been a great tool for growth in my life. And I'm grateful for this, for what we have going on with this podcast. So couldn't happen with just me. I'd just be talking to myself. That'd be weird. Um, but so thank you. Uh, if you're new to the podcast and you want to check all this out, you can go to allineedskate.com. And actually, I just updated the online store. So if you go to the website and you click on the store link, you can check out our new Thrive Prosper Eyes series. And we have two t-shirts to go along with the decks. Um, it says coming soon because it's not available yet, but you can go there and check out all the artwork. And uh, if you do, please give us some feedback on our social media, which is All I Need Skate on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think of the new decks and the new shirts. Today's guest is Bug Barnes. I really enjoyed this man's hustle and his passion. And he owns a skate shop out in Japan called The Mint. And I really enjoy his Instagram as well. So if you get a chance, lurk The Mint on Instagram. Thank you guys again. Peace. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments to my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Um, all right, let's start at the top, bud. All right, let's do it. All right, let's let's actually start with, is that your uh, your first name, Bug? Yeah, my name is Bug Barnes. And it's not short for anything? 
Nope. Um, I try to. I give myself an alter ego called the Bug. It's kind of like you know, it's just like this one, just like this dude who, who's this guy, the Bug. You know, um, nice. no, it's not. It's not short for anything. Um, what What's your ethnicity? I am. I'm like I'm black. I'm like African American, but my my mom's side of the family is like all Creole. So okay. like I don't know I don't know if you know about like Creole ethnicity like the culture. I don't. I know about the food. I've, I've had some uh, food Creole. It's food. like it's like French Haitian kind of mixed with a little bit like Spanish like you know like kind of just like this yeah just like this weird mix of people. And Is so, that where uh, the name comes from? No, nah, it's just uh, no, nah, it's just my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sick, I like it, dude. <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, everybody, like, it was crazy, like, going all through school and shit. Like, people would be like, dude, that's not your real name. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, it totally is. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, it seems I, like... I, uh, I, it's, dude, it's not my real name. <laughs> oh, you're fucking with me. No, actually, no. Yeah, I, I, I always take people on a little bit of a spin, but no, nah, dude, my parents, <laughs> my parents don't like. My parents didn't name me Bug, dude. My real name, my real name, dude. Like, I, like, I, I mean, like, I don't mind if people know it, but like, I, it's just more of like a personal thing. I've like, I've literally, I've been going by Bug my entire life to where it, it's my, it's like I use it as much as possible as my real name. That's like, awesome. Yeah. So like, um. I like. I'll let you know my real name, like off the air. But yeah, I want to keep that one fourteen classified, dude. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Why'd you choose Bud though? Just um, cynical. All right, no, because I'm a junior, so I have the same name as my name as my dad. So like, uh, you know, like you you know the term like June Bug. Yeah. Yeah, like that's basically what it came from. So it just kind of like just went like dropped the June, kept the bug, and like. Yeah, literally, dude. Like, I've had the name, like, my entire life. There's only one person in the world who called me my real name, and that was my grandmother. And, like, and that was, besides her, dude, and that was it. Like, so. That's yeah. sick. I like I like unique names because, like, I don't know. Like, I, when I was younger, I met Zared, and I just thought that was the coolest name. Like, Zared. I'm like, I've never heard that before, and it just yeah, yeah, sounds it's sick. Yeah, name. What kind of name is that anyways? It sounds like, like. Like some Zeus. kind of Greek name or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a god's name or something, Greek god. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's sick, man. All right, yeah. so let's move forward to where you're at right now. All right, so I'm talking to you from Osaka, Japan. Um, I own a skate shop out here called The Mint. We're coming up on, like, our three-year anniversary, like, at the end of August. Um, and just been kind of trying to like, just do our, do our own thing, man. Just like, it's really weird, you know, um, um, being here and like, as like, I'm not Japanese. And <clears throat> so, you know, I grew up in, I'm from San Diego. So, you know, just like opening a shop here was like, it was a dream come true. It's sick as fuck. But, but like, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely like, it's been, it's been a tough road for sure, but I'm, I'm stoked on it. Like, you know, we have like, we just kind of made our place in the in the scene i feel you know what i mean like we get you know we've done stuff that that's gotten some pretty good recognition so you know yeah that's dope. how do you end up from san diego to japan so like my my mom's cousin lived here for like 27 28 years and like he owned this like he owned like two it was like a small chain but like really big um, English teaching schools, like they're like English conversational schools. 
Nice. And so, like, um, so he was out here for a long time. And then, like, my mom's, like, my uncle, which was my mom's little brother, he passed away, like, at a really young age, which was, like, that was shit, you know. And then, so, like, at the funeral, this was, like, my senior year of high school. And so the funeral, like, of course, like, my, my mom's cousin and her little brother were, like, super tight. So he came home for the funeral, you know, and all that shit. Like, and then they got to talking and, like, I'm the youngest of three. I have two older sisters. So my mom was like, well, damn, dude, Bug's about to finish high school. Like, you know, I'm about to be done, like, raising kids and shit. Like, let me just, like, see what's up in Japan for a minute. You know, let me just, like, cruise over there and, like, check it out. So, like, my mom came here. And then, and then, like, and she ended up liking it a lot, was working with her cousin at his school, but they had a huge falling out, because he's just, he's a fucking asshole, man, like, he's such a dickhead, and, like, uh, oh, dude, it was whack, man, he did some whack-ass shit to my mom, and he was just, like, he did a lot of whack-ass shit to a lot of people, and, like, dude, I still hear about it to this day, there's still, like, people, because my mom was here for a long time, and, like, this expat community is here, you know, it's like, it's a fucking small world, dude. So, like, so, like, people are just like, oh, like, you're Daryl's cousin. They're like, oh, fuck, dude, like, that guy, I hated that dude. Or, like, he owes me, like, 1500 bucks or, like, something, you know, like, he fired my girlfriend for no reason. Whatever, dude, just, like, whatever reason. So my mom was just like, fuck him. She, and then she, like, peaced out. She started her own school. And then, like, my stepdad came over shortly after. And this was, like, she left to Japan, like, two weeks after I graduated high school, dude. So I was, like, on my own, like, right after I finished high school. And then, um, and then, uh, yeah, then my stepdad came over shortly later. And then, they, yeah, they opened this school, and it just grew, grew, grew. And they, like, at one point, dude, they were fucking killing it, dude. Like, they were fucking slaying it, man. They had this, like, wedding here, dude. It was crazy, like, over the top. Like, they flew, like, me my ex-girlfriend, the wedding planner, who was actually, like, coincidentally, like, a lesbian. Like, <laughs> flew her out but she was sick dude and then like my grandpa dude like my grandpa was a fucking g so like he flew first class and then there was nobody in first class so there's like you guys want to go up there because like because your gramps is up there and just like sick dude so like flew first class and shit <laughs> and like anyways man yeah so like long story short it's just like family ties that have led me here and i've just and been visiting for could you uh could you speak japanese before you went to japan no, dude. Like the very, the very first time I came here, man, my job, I like, I, I knew nothing, man. I knew like one word, and then like I knew like how to say thank you, and that was it. And like it was like domo arigato, Mr. Roboto kind of shit, you know. That was it. And then like I came here and I was fucking blown away, dude. It was like, it was, it was like such a crazy like eye opening experience. Like it's just like it was my first time like being from like San Diego. You know, I've been out of Mexico and shit before, of course, but like being like on like a like across an ocean you know and like especially in like a non-english speaking country and you know? dude it was sick as fuck like you've been here before right so like yeah it's trippy like you leave your comfort zone and you go into like what seems like an alien world because everything's built differently the people speak a different language and it seems so strange and then like i stayed in japan for a while i went on a fibro trip and then I also went to China twice. And when I was in China, I stayed long enough that I could actually, like, start to recognize the differences. You know, we were here for, like, a month. We were in China for a month. And after, like, two weeks, I started realizing, like, everyone has dick jokes. Everyone <laughs> has a sense of humor. It's not so, like, it didn't seem so strange or alien anymore once I saw, like, the human side of things. But it took a while. Like, if you just visit somewhere, you're, like, yeah. usually in culture shock, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. And that's, I mean, that's totally how I was, but fucking loved it dude and like 
fuck it, man. Like, I, I, I got, like, stories for days, dude. But, like, the sickest thing is, like, right at the very, very first day I got here, like, one of my, like, so my mom, my parents had to have this English school going on. And, uh, and like, um, they introduced me. They were introducing me to, like, a bunch of their students and shit. And, and so I met this lady. And they taught this one family. They taught, like, the mother, father, the two daughters. Um, they had a son, but he was, like, going to school, so they didn't teach him. And my mom was telling me, she's like, yeah, one of the daughters is, like, cute as fuck. And I was like, oh, sick, all right. That's what's nice. up, that's what's up. And so, like, I met the parents first, dude. And the father, like, straight up said to me, he's like, tomorrow night, my daughters are going to take you out. And I was like, wait, did you say daughters? Like, there's an S on that, like, plural. <laughs> I know you're not studying English, dude, but, like, did you mean two of them? And, like, I looked at my mom, like, he's right. And she's like, yeah, he's right. I'm like. Nice. Damn. I'm like, I think I'm going to like this place, dude. I hadn't been here for <laughs> three minutes, man. I was here for, like, seriously, like, 30 minutes straight off the plane, dude. And, like, I already had a fucking double date with, like, some sisters set up. I was like, oh, shit, dude. That's this is- <laughs> strange. Is that, like, custom or something? No, dude. I don't know. They were just, like, I guess, I mean, obviously it wasn't, like, like he wasn't, like, yo, go out and fuck my daughters or anything like that. It was just, like, they just wanted to, like, they're, like, we're the same age, so... So he's like, they can show you a good time, you know, just like show you around, you can like have fun, you know, and just like see the city a little bit, you know, and stuff like that. I was like, all right, cool, you know, like, of course. But then, like, I fell in love with it. And then I, I was only here for three weeks, like the first time I came. <clears throat> and then, like, after that, I went home for a year. And then I studied Japanese for a year in like, uh, in community college. And then I came back for three months. And that was really helpful, like, straight off of studying, coming back. And then, like, then I could, like, converse a little bit, you know, like, I understood a bit more, you know, like, I didn't have such a hard time. I made friends and shit, you know, like. Yeah. It's probably nice when you can, uh, when you can speak the language, you don't come off as rude or whatever, because you know the right words to say and, to, you know what I mean? Like, right. Well, I mean, it's definitely helped, man. Like, it's like, it's, it's being able to, you know, I got a really good piece of advice when I first hear this dude. Um, I was, like, trying to rent this office and, like. He was just also this guy who was from, like, California, but been here for forever. And he was like, dude, if you want to be successful here, man, just, like, learn the language. And fucking then everything else is, you know, then it's up to you, you know. But, like, he's like, you can't move if you can't learn the language. You can't speak. And, like, you don't have to speak perfectly, you know. Like, and, I mean, there's, I would say, like, now, like, my level is, is like, I mean, it's obviously good enough to, like, on a skate shop and, like, do business here and stuff like that. Um, albeit, yeah, I mean, I, I have some, like, sometimes difficult times, like, trying to email in, like, proper Japanese or, like, depending on the con, sometimes, like, my, like, my grammar's obviously not going to be perfect. I'll speak with an accent, but I think I can talk to most people, like, about anything, you know, like. Yeah. Well, your English yeah. is on point. <laughs> oh, <I'm saying. laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's my first language, so, you know. <laughs> How old are you, bud? You were the same age, dog. I'm 33. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, hyped my birth- on 33? I'm hyped on 33. Yeah, dude. You know what? Like, I don't know, man. You're as young as you feel, and like, I'm a like, I'm a firm believer in that. Like, I don't feel like I'm 33, and most people tell me I don't look like I'm 33, which is a good thing. And like, um, you know, I'm still like. I'm like 33 going on 17, dude. Like, you know, and <laughs> like, I'm like a teenager who's like a teenage businessman kind of dude, you know, just like, you know, kind of, I don't know, man. It's just my, I, 
sometimes skating sucks, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's, it's fucking, I definitely, you know, I wish I can jump back to, like, 2003 bug, that's for sure. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. Like, did you jump down a lot of stuff when you were younger? I tried to, man. Like, um, like I never really was, like, I don't know, I kind of... I kind of, I think at an earlier age in my, like, skateboarding, I kind of realized that I I wanted to really put a lot of focus on, like, maybe trying to make a career out of it before it was, like, I don't know. I just saw, like, I just saw, again, after skating for a while, you know, you know, you kind of just get, like, connected with people and you, like, you see shit and, you, you know, you go around and I just see industry dudes. Like, I'd be at, like, the fucking local shop in my hood in Tierra Santa, like, fucking, and... And, like, yeah, there's, like, these reps would come in and, like, be so fucking cool, dude. I'm just like, damn, dude, like, that seems like a sick-ass job. But, like, yeah, when I was younger, man, like, I was really trying to, like, I, at one point I was probably between, like, 19 and 21. And I guess is when I was really trying hard. I was, you know, I was, like, I was, I was like, trying to fucking jump on handrails and not really getting far with it. But trying and, like, you know, skating, like, you know going for, like, eight, nine stairs, sometimes ten, you know, and, like, fucking blowing it or, like, you know, even just, like, getting an ollie or something. And yeah. Then, that... And then I broke my arm, dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I broke my arm. I fucking... Who was on here? Who was... Somebody was on your show, like, a fucking few weeks ago talking about they broke their humerus. And, and oh, I'm not gonna remember, but damn, that seems so painful. They had it. They had to wear this fucking funny ass thing, like with this, all this weight in there. Well, dude, I did the same exact thing, but I actually did it. I did it snowboarding. Oh, and bummer. Fucking yeah, because like I like at one point too, like I don't know. I picked up snowboarding like a few years after I started skating, and and I don't know, dude. It's like snowboarding just was fucking easy dude it was just so fucking easy the only thing about it was like a little bit scary because you're going a bit faster and like higher and shit yeah i i think it's i i look at snowboarding and it looks so fun and like i did it once and it was really fun and i did i kind of picked it up easy too but uh i definitely kept getting served that day because like i could already kind of jump and like i had good balance from skating so like yeah. i could see myself getting wrecked easily because i just want to go faster and longer and same yeah. thing <laughs> yeah no dude like i mean i got like i it, it got to the point probably like yeah right up in, from like 20 to 23 or something like that dude i was like i was skating really hard and snowboarding like super hard nice. and like fucking like i would be riding like at the mountain like three days a week and then just like finish and go skate at night um yeah. or like you know like off days like go skate and you know, just like, like, just like, even just like go to the skate park and just like chill, you know, and it's just like kicking it. <clears throat> and, um, um, but I mean, at that point, I was also going to school. I, w I hadn't figured out that, like, I hadn't really decided that I wanted anything from skateboarding. I was just like, damn, dude, it's just like, this shit's fun, dude. Like, I'm just having fun with it. And, like, one of my, like, one of my best friends, dude, we used to drive around San Diego, dude, like, everywhere. And just like nice. late at night and, like, just like, like, fucking, 
listen to like beats in the car and freestyle while we're like looking for skate spots and shit dude and just like nice. rap, about, rap about like spots and like what tricks we tried down in and shit dude and like and it was sick as fuck dude and like dude like we didn't smoke weed we didn't fucking well like we were too young to drink we we're under 21 dude we we're just like driving around like middle of the night just like stoked on skating dude and it was like fuck yeah dude like yeah you know, that was sick and so we and did then, that we did that too but we drove around like we'd look for spots and my homie had a van and we just put a security thing on the side of the van uh-huh. and like we'd drive around looking for spots and no one would bother bother us and then once in a while we'd see some rollerbladers and we'd kick them out of the spot and they think we were really security really just like <laughs> fuck out of here no dude so like kick it at spots though man we like we made friends with like the cops and shit you know like nice like and like the same cops would come and bust us and then just like you know like if you guys if it's just you guys and like you know don't don't like try not to like set off any alarms or you know like whatever don't be dickheads and yeah, like be cool, you know be cool. Yeah, exactly, exactly, dude. So, I don't know, man. Like, I, I mean, I've been skating now, I guess, for, like, 18 years, I guess, on, like, a, like I want to be a skater kind of, like, level. Yeah. You know? Um, how do you, like, how do you, sorry to cut you off, sorry to cut you off, but uh, I kind of want to stop here for a second. Um, how do you get into opening the shop? So, you're snowboarding, you're skateboarding, and then, like, you felt like, like you're Japanese as well enough, and you're, like, just into, you're, like, let's do a skate shop. Nah, man. Actually, it wasn't even like that. Like, what happened was, is I, um, I was, uh, snowboarding was just like, like a hobby. It was just like something I did, you know? Um, yeah. There, there's nothing that I was really trying to do with it. But with like skating, um, like from a while ago, I, I used to work for, um, well, I, like, I started off in it. I guess I first cut my teeth, like, helping out at my homie skate shop in Tierra Santa. Like, um, there used to be a shop in Tierra Santa called Project, uh, Soul Grind. Nice. And then, like, there's a few of them around San Diego, and then, like, my homie bought it, and he turned it into a shop called Project Orange. And, like, at first I was like, fuck this dude, man. Like, you know, like, who's this guy? Because, like, the owner, old owner was, like, this, like, fucking rad old dude, and, like, he was just really nice guy. And uh, that's where I got, like, my first board from and everything and stuff. And, nice. like... And then uh, this new dude came in, and I was like, man, this guy, man, who is he, whatever. But then we ended up becoming, like, super tight, and, like, he became, like, a super, like, really tight mentor to me, and, like, really kind of opened the doors for me, you know? And so I was just, like, just hanging out at his shop a lot, and then I started working for, um, do you remember Skate America? Yeah. Dude, I worked for Skate America for a little while, and then they, they fucking, they laid off a bunch of people, and, like... Yeah, and I was one of them, and like I was like, "Fuck, that sucks, dude." No. Um, at the same time, like I was like, what really paid my bills the whole time was like I I was like bartending and fucking bars and stuff, like making tips. So I was able to like have a lot of free time to focus on skateboarding and like school. That's what I was basically just doing, and uh, <clears throat> and then uh, and then I after yeah after I got laid off from Skate America, I was like, "Fuck this shit, dude!" Like I'm gonna start my own fucking brand, like. I'm just going to go for it, dude. Like, and then I was going to start an apparel company and I was going to call it green tea. That's what I named. And I made this fucking, um, God, dude, I wish I like, it was on my old ass Dell computer, shitty Dell computer that I used to have, but I made this fucking like T-Rex logo and like, it was like lime green, like get it. Like it like sounds like green tea, like the drink, but it's like, no, it's just like green T-Rex kind of thing. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Um, so then I was like, all right, just kind of looking. I I do nothing too, dude. I like I've never like you know I just like 
from like hanging out at Project Orange and like fucking what I knew about brands and what companies there were and like kind of how mail ordering was working. I didn't know anything about the manufacturing process. I didn't know like, I didn't know like where do you get shirts made. I knew about screen printing because like I, I did that shit in high school, but like I didn't actually know like I didn't have the equipment myself. I didn't know where to buy it. I didn't know where to fucking, you know, like. Yeah, like, you got to get your hands in there and like try it out and go to the place yeah, so you can understand it inside and out. Yeah, and like, and I and I didn't know a fucking single thing about trying to fucking be a brand, you know. I'm just like, I'm gonna try this shit, dude. And like, um, and then like halfway through it, I uh, I flipped the script and I was like, no, nah, fuck that shit, dude. I want to make skateboards. You know why? Because I like to skate, and I was like, I'll, I was like, I can wear anything, but dude, it'd be so sick, like riding a fucking like skateboard. And and I was like, at the same time, I was like, I've. I've self-taught, I self-taught myself how to, like, use um, Photoshop and, and Illustrator and, like, Adobe Project, like, uh, software and stuff. Because, like, I studied that stuff in high school, so I was, like, getting pretty good at, like, designing and stuff. I'm like, man, that'd be sweet to, like, design skateboards. Like, you know, that'd be, like, rad, dude. That'd be, like, awesome. Like, I want to fucking do that, you know? So, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to start a brand. Like, what should I call it? And, like, just, you know, you know going through the motions of, like, what, you know, like, figuring that out and like logo and all this and that and then i made these fucking i used to i have three dogs dude but i only have one here in japan with me but i used to have three dogs and like so like my ex-girlfriend like we kind of got these dogs together and i made her these fucking all right it's just cheesy but i I made her these fucking um bed sheets for christmas corny corny no no, no, dude but it's legit because you like dogs so like i I love dogs pictures of my dogs and then i fucking like fo- edited in photoshop and i made these stencils and i just still these spread bed sheets with like pictures of like our dogs and shit and like <laughs> one of the one of the fucking dog stencils was so sick i was like that's the logo dude that's it yes. best best friend skateboards right there dude oh, and I, and i and i started this brand called best friend skateboards and <clears throat> and it was like super low-key man like at first like yeah, it was just like I same thing, man. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't. I knew nothing. I was just like, I'm just getting into this. And like my homie, yeah, the dude from like Project Orange, his name's Woody. Like Woody was just like, dude, you gotta fucking talk to do this, that, blah, blah, blah. You know, just tell me all this shit. And then like, yeah, man. And I just kept trying to go with it. And then what that turned into is Woody started working for. Um, do you remember ASF? It was a wood shop, like American Skate Factory, is out of like San Diego, like. And then, I think like, I've heard of it for sure. Yeah, and I don't know, like, I don't know the like the deep history or whatever, whatever. But like, basically, got me like hooked up with them, and then that turned into uh, like it changed the name to like Clutch or whatever. And then, so I was like doing some rep work with them, and I was trying to like fucking like helping out shops, getting like shop boards, and 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 I was like, I even like, there's a few shops that like I would hit them up, dude, and I was just like straight cold calling people, man, like, like and just there. like had we had like uh there was at one point it was just kind of open territory and you could see like what guys were calling where and stuff you know it was all like logged but like it was just like fucking call wherever so i do i just started calling random ass shops in like in like indiana and shit because like everybody's like dude like fucking california new york just like fucking red hot everybody's calling them and shit like you call places in San Diego, they're like dude your boy just called me yesterday man you know it's like <laughs> all right shit my bad and like i started calling all these like funky ass places in like the midwest but it was sick though dude because that's when i got like to to really understand like fucking like 
like really small skate shops, you know, just how they work and stuff, you know, and you get in contact with these people. And like, sometimes it's like, there was one shop called Ski, Key Skateboards in Indiana, dude. And fucking like the lady who used to own it. I don't know if it's around still or not or whatever, but like the lady who owned it was like a nurse and like got it because they're like, just help do it because their son's like skateboarding and, and fucking, and then like, like it was really weird. Dude, I called them. And it was like, yeah, we, you know, kind of turned me down and shit. And then I was at fucking ASR like months later. And this dude just comes up to me and he's just like, hey, man, are you from around here? And I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, like ask me about spots and shit. Cause he's in San Diego, you know? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, where are you from? And he's like, Indiana. And he's like, yeah, I skate for this shop called Key. Nice. Escape. And then he was like, yeah, I'm here with the owner. She like brought me out with her. And stuff. And so she walks up. She's like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Tammy. I was like, Tammy, I've talked to you on the phone like a few months ago. And, and she was like, oh, yeah, I remember, blah, blah, blah. And like basically what it turned into is just like, fucking, we set up the deal. Like we went to lunch. We fucking talked about it. I designed their skateboard for them. Like they, she sent me a, like a picture of some, some kid, some, somebody drew. And it was just, like, on a piece of paper. So, like, I turned it into digital format and, like, fucking got it, like, made and, like, fucking helped them make, like, their first shop board. Wow, and, cool. And, like, fucking, you know, and, like, yeah, like, you know, did it fucking a sweet order. You know, it was just, like, one of those things. And then from that, man, I was like, dude, like, only a skate shop would be sick, you know. And then, yeah, man. What's, yeah. what's cool, sorry to st- stop you here, but uh, what's cool is... Uh, the cold call thing, I totally agree, man. I did that as well. You just start calling people shops, and you start to realize how real it r- really is for these small businesses. And like, yeah. you know, people are picking up, and they're like swearing, and like, just like you expect like all this like professionalism, and like, but then you call, and you're like, whoa, this is like a small business. Like, whoever can pick up the phone, whoever's working, like the hustle behind it, the realness, and you're like, it's crazy that that's yeah. Okay, you know? Some people don't like, even know that talking to like dickhead skate shop like employees are just like. <laughs> Hello, sorry to say, stop. It's like, hey, how's it going, dude? There's like, chill. You can't even blame them, though. You, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't even blame them because you're like, yeah, shit would get annoying. <laughs> yeah, not for real, though, dude. You're just like, fuck, man. Like, you're like, I'm that guy right now. Oh, that sucks, you know? But yeah, like, you get same, that experience. But not for real, dude. No, dude, dude, that's like, you know, that's like, that's why I'm saying, like, that's why I told you earlier. It's not like, I don't, there's, there's, there's something really empowering about fucking opening your mouth and talking to people. And, yeah. Because, you know, as far through fucking everything that's, like, I don't, I don't say it, like, that's my best fucking skill, dude, is just being able to, like, communicate and just be like, yo, let's fucking, like, let's just, you just, just putting it out there, you know, and then, then the execution, of course, you got to, like, do it, but, yeah, but, you know, like, to just fucking talk to people and, and say what's up and say, like, hey, we're fucking, we're all in this together, you know, let's fucking do something cool. Yeah, that's like one of the hardest parts is definitely just going out there and being brave enough to talk to people and being confident enough to know that you're not a kook and that you understand like what's going on and that you have perspective and under- you can understand and hold a conversation. Like That's definitely an asset that everyone should realize about themselves, that they have much more power with their words than they realize. And uh, it's scary. It's scary. I always like trip out because I'm like people listen to this podcast and then I like imagine being on a stage in front of like 500 people like people mm-hmm. that can do that blow my mind I'm like you go on there with your skill or something you practice and you gotta like put it out there in front of 500 people live like imagine they just start booing <laughs> shit dude you know what's up dude you know what's up like 
I, you heard, I've heard you say your, your, your fiance is like a pole dancer, right? She like competes and shit. Yeah. So like, I'm married, right? Nice. And, like, fucking, my wife is a, is a fucking, like a professional hip hop dancer and instructor. Sick. And she has, she has like her own studio that she runs with like her fucking crew. Nice. And she, dude, and they have these fucking, um, <laughs> they have these, like, they have shows all the time. Actually, she's got a show tomorrow. Um, but like they do these, they do this one show every two years. It's like their biggest show and like, dude, like over a thousand people are there and shit, right? Wow. And fucking, so like a long time ago, dude, like I emceed it, dude, like I hosted that shit. And like, and it was, dude, I was like, DJ was, Bug, DJ Bug. Yeah, it was straight like that, dude. I was like, come up on stage and I gotta like kind of entertain people and shit, you know? And like, and fucking, at that time, dude, my Japanese sucks. So they were like, just speak English. Everybody's gonna think it's cool, dude. You know, it's cause they're gonna think it's cool. Like, you're just like fucking black dude with tattoos. Like, everybody's gonna love you, you know? And sure, sure enough, they did. And like, and it was like, it was sick, but I was nervous as fuck. But at the end of it, like, I had fun, dude. I was like, all right, that was rad. And then, like, two two years pass, and they're like, all right, we're doing it again this year. But, Bug, this time you got to dance. I was like, oh, fuck you, dude. No way, dude. No, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You got it. skills? You got skills? Dude, dude, like, I mean, come on, man. Like, if I was, like, up in the club or something, like, so, like some chick rolls up on me, dude, I'm just like, yeah, dude, like, we can fucking cut it up for sure. You know, like, I don't have, like, I mean... Dude, like, I got rhythm and shit. Like, I can dance, but, like, these are, like, professional dancers. It's, like, choreographed dance routines that they practice and shit, you know? Like, well, I can't I, dance at all, so that's terrifying to me. <laughs> no, it's, like, I can't do that shit, man. And then my wife, dude, like, my wife, she's got this fucking super tiny fucking mouse voice. And she's just, like, comes up, she's like, you can do anything, right? And I was just like, oh, woman, don't talk to me like that, like, all crazy. <laughs> you know? I was like, fuck. Fuck you! I got this shit. I got this shit. They're like, all right, so you're gonna dance, right? I was like, yeah, I, you know, I, I will. And like, so dude, like, I had to go to like dance practice for like two months. Like, I stopped skating for like two months because like I didn't want to be sore from skating and like blow it on stage, dude. Damn, yeah, you took it that serious? That's dope, dude, dude. I fucking had to, man. Like, what if I? There's like over a thousand people there, homie. Like, what if you? <laughs> Just fucking blow it, dude. You know? Like it was crazy, man. Like right when it started, dude, I was in the back, like doing push-ups and shit. Like fuck, this is it, dude. Like this is gnarly. This is gnarly. Like I want to go home right now, dude. I want to go home, you know. Just like, <laughs> and like fuck it, dude. Like and I had to go up on stage. It was like me and like this one other dude who's like the leader of like their dance studio. We had to, like run from the crowd, like up on stage, and like at that point, I was just like, fuck it, dude. Bolts, dude. Like make this is it, dude. Just like commit. And I just fucking ran up there, dude. And I fucking nailed it, dude. Like, I nailed yes. it perfect. And, like, and then fucking, I was just like, holy shit, dude. Like, dude, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> did the, did it get easier? Like, how long did you dance for? Ah, uh, fuck, man. It was like, it was like one song. Nice. So, I don't know, man. Like, I guess it was just like, dude, I just wanted to fucking, like, like skate mode or you know just like like here it like it was just like all right just commit like whatever whatever it may be whether it be just a fucking just like an ollie or a fucking you're trying something crazy just like just fucking make this shit dude like you're, you're in it you know how to do it like i practiced every move and like i knew and but during practice dude i'd always fuck up like different points it didn't matter at which point i'd always just fuck up yeah. and like and I, I think I only made it, like, I only think I only did, like, perfect, like, once before. And then it was just like, oh, shit, dude, like, here we go. I'm going to fucking blow this, dude. And it's like, it's like, fucking close your eyes and grab your nuts, dude, and just fucking go. 
Slammer make, slammer make. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was like fucking crazy. So like when you're talking about like getting on stage in front of like all those people, man, it's just like fuck, dude. But yeah. like now, now, dude, like I don't have a problem with that. You know, it doesn't bother me. Like it's like it's cool, man. Like I'll fucking, I'll, I'll talk yeah, in front of. Because once you do that, I imagine that shatters all your fears. Because a lot of it's all in our head, you know. It's like. I imagine no one would even have noticed if you messed it up, really, right? That many people, like, they're not going to write an email letter or something after. Like, you know what? You fucked up on that step. You know what? I want my money back. (laughs) No, I'd hope not. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let me, before we move forward, I want to cross some of the stuff off my list. That way I don't miss anything. Can I grab another beer really quick? Yeah, please do. And take me one second. Hold up. No worries. I'll keep the people entertained. All right, so... Billy's text me. We're going skating after this podcast. We're going to go to Providence and Shred. All right. It's going to be 95 here uh, and super humid. So, and we're trying to skate after this, so it's going to be gnarly. What's that? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you, dude. No worries. It's going to be 95 here and humidity, like, up the ass, and we're going to go skating after this. So dude, I'm kind of just... like getting ready <laughs> yeah dude i just fucking i just skated like i snuck a little skating i'm here at the shop oh dude here like you can peep the shop this is the shop this is my homie kingo what up uh, damn yeah. the shop looks really nice what's up man yeah dude i was shooting some photos earlier so i got like the shit up on the wall and stuff like that but yeah dude this is the fucking the kick it spot dude Yo, yeah can you go back to the board wall again can you see it? Can't where we're at. Yeah, I can see. Damn, it's so sick. You have like individual cubbies for each deck. That's so yeah, bad. yeah. Yeah, I built this whole fucking place by hand, dog. Wow. It's like nice. Yeah, it's, like, it's a little bit of a mess right now because I was doing a bunch of shit earlier. But yeah, I did. And then when you fucking like you, you fucking come in like it's a fucking counter. That's what I'm talking to you. I Damn, got the, I like the board. dartboard. I got yeah, the dartboard so- where I fucking put it down. Actually, no, dude, I've been getting my ass whipped recently, but, dude, like, <laughs> we, you fucking, dude, like, darts are no joke. Yeah, it looks <laughs> dude, like you got a good set, too. This photo, I took this photo, remixed by Lucas. Yeah, Lucas Belfort, right? I think that's how you Buf- say his Buf- last name. Buf- Buffalo. Buffalo. That's nice. <laughs> he does really cool stuff. Fuck, Lucas is the man, dude. Where'd you get the name for the shop? Um, <clears throat> so... Let me, can I, can I, maybe I should, like, tell you how I started the shop for, like, what, like, how we, like, what, where, where, actually, when it was, you know, time. Inception. Yeah, we're going to, like, do it. It's, like, um, so, like, I had moved here. I I just gave you a little background, like, what I was doing, like, back in San Diego with, like, skateboarding and stuff. And then I had moved here to basically, like, mooch off my parents and then (laughs) try to figure out, like, more, like, how I can, you know, just focus a little bit more on skating and stuff and they closed their school and long story short i ended up working at a couple other places and like they were cool jobs it was sick like like fucking sick job and i was doing really well there but it wasn't skateboarding and that's kind of the reason i moved here so i like i quit and like my wife was like pretty supportive about it well she was like if that's what because i don't know man like there was just some something that was still fucking unfulfilling you know like and, like, even though, like, the position I had at my last job was, like, a really fucking good position and stuff. Like, I, I ran this web store for this, like, really sick bike shop and, like, and fucking, like, I didn't even ride bikes, though, dude. Like, I just, like, was just working there. I was just, like, fucking killing it. And, uh, <clears throat> and, um, doing photography for them. And that's, and that was the, the working at that bike shop opened, like, that really opened my photography life. And that's how I got into it. 
And like, um, <clears throat> because like I started, I ran their web store, so I started reshooting all their products and stuff. And like the dude who owns it, he is just like super camera maniac, dude. And he had this like sick ass Nikon with all the lenses, all the gear and shit. So I just like fucking come practice on like the best shit, you know? Nice. I was nice. like, damn, dude, like straight off the bat, dude. And like I made a website for him. So he gave me his old Canon 50D. And like, I was like, fucking with some like strobes and like a couple lenses. I was like, oh, sick, dude. Like, I'm in now. I was like, I want to start shooting skate photography and like, blah, 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 blah. And like, so I was like, man, I, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way to get back in skateboarding and stuff like that. So I quit there and I'm like, all right, fuck it, dude. I'm gonna open a skate shop. Cause there was no shop around, dude. There was fucking, seriously, man, I'm not bullshitting. There was one place to get like skate goods and it was it was part of this big ass sporting goods store and like it was like 10 stories of like fucking sports fucking chalet or whatever the fuck and on the 10th floor in the back corner was a skates corner <laughs> tucked away <laughs> yeah yeah dude and like and i can't like i mean like those dudes like i mean i got i got the dudes who were working there and shit like they're my homies and stuff like that so like i don't really want to fucking like you know i can't hate them you know they're just working there and stuff but like it was just and it was there for a long time, but it was, like, the only place. And there was nothing, like, core. Like, I didn't, like, really feel like it wasn't the kind of... It wasn't my slow grind. It wasn't my Project Orange. It wasn't my Pacific Drive. It wasn't fucking sick-ass shops that I knew fucking growing up, you know? And I'm like, damn, dude, there, we need one of those, man. Like, we fucking got to do this shit. And then, so, um, I, I have a... I have a... Um, I have a business partner and we, my, and his name is Rob and we fucking, basically he was from, he was living up in like a little bit of Northern Japan. He's from, he's from like uh East coast originally. And then like lived in San Francisco for a little while. And like he makes video games and fucking he, so he was going to, he was going to university up in like a little bit like North of Tokyo. Um, and then when that fucking earthquake happened back a few years ago and that Fukushima earthquake happened, it was all gnarly up there and shit. So like he fucking he got out of there, dude. Like homie like skated like on a highway that was like closed off to get the fuck out of here. He was like, Man, I gotta like I don't know, he was just like tripping and shit and he's like, Dude, I gotta get out of here, man. He's like skating down the highway and got picked up by like Whoa. the police or some like highway workers or something. They're like, You can't skate here and he's like <laughs> Well, there's no buses, there's no there's no trains, it's like fucking like Yeah. Yeah. Shit, it's the fan. You get your skateboard. You skate the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, dude. And so that's what he did. And then he came on a fucking. He came down to uh, Kobe, which is right next to Osaka. Nice. And um, I used to skate in Kobe all the time, dude. Like I was in Kobe like fucking three days a week, skating with the homies and shit. Like and uh, and fucking he just and my friends who I skated with were also not Japanese. And so he just saw these like two like white dudes skating down the street and just like went up to him and was like, Yo, what's up, dudes? Like you guys skate, like let's skate and shit and like he's a total skate nerd. And then we ended up becoming friends and like he moved back and then ended up moving to Osaka and we're like hanging out and stuff and then um Yeah, man, like when it came time for me I was like I was looking for like bank loans and figuring out shit and like he fortunately he was just like, dude, he's like, I got a fucking sweet inheritance and let's nice. do this. And he was like, let's trade, but he wanted, like, we made a trade off because it was like, well, like, he, it it was like, we're going to be partners and he wanted to get a V, because he could have gotten a visa out of it. And so, like, like, it was like, all right, now we're going to start this business. I'm going to run the business. You're going to help, you're just going to help start it. And I'm like, you know, it's just like, I'm going to run the, I'm going to run the shop and shit. And you're like, 
working their game and shit like that and like his game it's nice it's nice when you can come into a project with like a you know a budget to get it to get it up and going and then it's your responsibility to make it sustainable you know yeah 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 it's nice and you know and like um and it was it was sick dude it was just it was it was uh, it was one of those things man like we were just like really i think meant to work with each other because even like even though like yeah, dude, it's been, like, up and down and shit, of course, and there, there's been some stuff happening between, like, him and I, but, like, dude, like, it's still, like, we we, we talk fucking almost every day. He's in he's in L.A. right now. He's, like, making this new game. So, like, yeah. he, like he released a game, like, la- or, like, a year and a half ago, and, like, it, it did sick. It's, like, this language learning game. It's, like, people play it. It's, like, you play in these, like, levels. Like, so you play in your house, and, you like, you have to go and, like, go make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or some shit like that. And but it's all in another language. It's you know, and like he's got like fucking like sixteen, eight or eighteen languages on there and shit like that. It's crazy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So that sounds sick. So you can like be in this little room, basically the video game, and you're going down making sandwiches, and it's teaching you what peanut butter means and like yeah. as you're doing it. Damn, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, dude. And like fucking, or you like they have like different level packs. It was like you go to the bank, you know, it's like you need to make a deposit or withdrawal or check your balance or some shit like that or like the hospital, you know, shit like that. He's made like, I don't know, it's just stuff like that. I like, um, I honestly haven't, like, I've played it just like, you know, checking it out, but like I haven't gone too deep in it, yeah. you know. Um, and that that game like was sick and did like really well. And so that, from from that, he's been making this other game that he's about to fucking drop and like, it's going to be sick, dude. It's like, it's this game called like, uh, I don't know if can I drop names. I I don't know. Like I don't. I don't want to. Like, like, to me. Drop, I don't want to. I don't want to drop names on here. I'm just like, yo, it's this. It's gonna be up here. No, I'm just saying. What's but, the concept of the game? Is it a language game? No, no, no. This one's like it's like a it's like a fucking like a couch fucking four player game where you're just like shooting shit at each other and just like fucking blowing each other up and like nice. fucking and it's just like super fast paced like like some like old kind of like arcade game ish kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. sick. Uh, and fucking yeah, and he's been like, dude, he's been like fucking going all over the place, like all over the world, pushing this game at every like fucking game convention. It's just yeah, like it's, it it's gonna like it's yeah, it's supposed to like drop on some like I don't know, it's supposed to be like big shit. So that's what he's working on. But anyways, dude, so like we fucking it was like all right, dude, like cool man, let's fucking let's do this man, let's fucking let's let's you know let's build something together, man. And and his whole thing was like, well, you've already got the you know you've already got a foot in skateboarding here. You know a lot about like, you know, cause before, even before I had opened the shop and when I was working other jobs, I was still trying to do things with skateboarding here in Japan. Um, How and, so? um, I, between the, the first thing I was like, I was still trying to push best friend here, like my board company. And I was, I was trying to like hook up some like dudes like around Osaka and stuff like that. Nice. And, and the, the probably one of the things that was a really big turning point for me is I hooked up with a homie of mine who was um, like he's a pretty well known like filmer here and like he does this video blog and and like really well known dude like around you know it's like a fucking like everybody knows him like we uh, we became friends and we fucking and I was like yo dude let's do some project and like and it was like imagine a king of the road but for, like, Japan, dude. And nice. so we fucking organized this thing, and it was, like, um, it wasn't all of Japan, and it wasn't through skate teams. And what we did was, like I just said, I used to skate in Kobe all the time. Like, I was equally as tight with people in Osaka as I was with people in Kobe. So, nice. like, 
people thought I lived out there, dude. And, I mean, it's not far from here. It's only like fucking like 30 minute train ride, but you know, and, um, and so, yeah, we did this fucking thing where I was like, all right, let's get a team from Kobe. Let's get the homies from Kobe and the homies from Osaka. And then let's fucking pick the spots and give them missions and shit like that. And let's so make a video. Cool. And then we're going to like, we're going to give them a starting point. We're all going to start a certain area. We're going to give them a map and, and like, um, and fucking no point values for each spot, but just like, you know, whatever. And then a time limit, three hours. They only have three hours, you know, to fucking right. all these spots. So like, and we made it like, it wasn't impossible, dude. Like you can skate to all the spots in three hours. And like, if, if dudes really charge it, they can every spot, get every goal and get back to the finish line in three hours. If they really fucking work their asses off <laughs> or like sometimes they might get to the spot, check it and just be like, nah, fuck this shit, dude. Like, oh, you man. know, yeah. <laughs> You know, like they could do that, and like, and dude, that was like, that was huge, man. It was a really fucking, it was a really fucking sick thing that like we managed to put together. And How'd you organize that? Just phone calls? Um, no, dude, it was a lot of work. Like first, like my homie and I, we like we we came up with the plan ourselves, and then and then we decided, like, and kind of it was kind of in this order. It was like we decided the um, the teams who were going to be on each team. And then once we decided the teams, we had them do, like, a paper, rock, scissors. So, like, if the Kobe team won the fucking paper, rock, scissors, then we're going to do it in Kobe. That's their home turf, right? If Osaka team won, then we do it in Osaka, right? So, like, Kobe team won, so we did it in Kobe. And it's like, all right, now we're doing it in Kobe. So now let's decide the spots. Let's pick our missions. Like, where are they going to go? Where are we going to start from there? If they go to this spot, how long is it going to take them to get to this spot? Is it going to take them, like, fucking 45 minutes to skate there? Because then if we have to do that, that kind of sucks. You know, yeah. like, we had to make it. We really had to, like, keep keep conscious of, like, the, you know, how far they were skating. And, like, it's a six, like, Kobe. I don't know if you've ever been there. Um, no, I don't think so. Kobe is, like, a six city to skate around. It's really nice. It's, it's fucking, and it's fun, man. There's so many good spots out there. You can just but, push through the city and find stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's racking. Yeah, there's some gyms, dude. Like, straight up, dog. You ever come back here, man? Like, hit me up, dude. Because there's some... I know some fucking gyms up in Kobe, dude, that, like, guarantee you nobody knows, dude. Like, me and my fucking... One of my homies, dude, we used to just go up there, man, and, like, just find these spots. Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's, That's my mission now. My mission some, like, is to get all I need out there so we can trade with you. Timmy, I love that dude, dude. I fucking was watching him in fucking Tampa... Was it last year? I don't know, dude. Like, I saw some shit of yours, like, a long-ass time ago, and I started checking him. I was like, dude, that kid fucking kills it, man. Like, oh, dude, yeah. he's so sick. Yeah. Timmy, Timmy is the man. Like, I met Timmy when I started skating for World Industries back in the day when they made decks, and we were skating for them. And then um, I just met Timmy, and Timmy was just, like, full-on skate rat. Like, everywhere we went, he just wanted to skate every spot until he basically couldn't walk. And he was just, like, the raddest dude to kick it with, too. And, uh... I don't know. Once I met him, I became, like, a best friend with him. And then when I started my own board brand, All I Need, I was like, Timmy was the first dude. I was like, you're coming with me, dude. You, like, he, like, I don't know. I just think, to me, I'm like, Timmy's one of the gnarliest dudes. And it's like, I take it as, like, a privilege to try to get him out there so people can see him more and more and more. Because I believe in that dude so much. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. No, that's sick, dude. Yeah. So, So, like, yeah. Back to the story, though. So, King, you got your version, Japanese version, King of the Road, and you got all the crew, you set it all up, and this is just, yeah. you know, with the board brand, best friends, and you guys are just, did you film yeah, it, no, any of that stuff? Yeah, his thing, yeah. Yeah, we filmed it, we, like, it was sick, dude, like, we 
we put the whole video together. We did the whole like that the whole day of like skating, filmed it, and then edited it over a couple of months, and then put a video together. Had a premiere here. Like it was it was really big news, man. It made like it made like it was like made national like skate coverage here in Japan right. and shit. And, like, and like and that was like the turning point for me, dude. And, like that was a really big turning point when like I was like, oh shit, dude, I'm starting to like know people's names like not just in osaka but like outside of osaka or, like people would fucking because like i same thing dude same thing like we were talking earlier about not being shy like i i kind of emceed that whole thing dude like i was the whole fucking like i gave the announcement like we made this video announcement um i can send you some links after dude there's all this shit Please. on youtube and shit and fucking um and then like yeah the video i was like kind of hosting the whole thing and and so I was, like, the fucking personality of this video kind of thing, dude. And, like, I do. Like, I go out, like, people are just, oh, shit, you're, like, bug, you're that dude from Kick Shrinks, and you're that dude from Kick Shrinks, and shit like that, you know? And it's, like, the reason we call it Kick Shrinks is because um, we were, we were <coughs> sorry, dude, we were doing it in Kansai. Kansai, Japan is, like, Western Japan. So, and the Kansai airport code is K-I-X. Nice. And then, like, kicks tricks, like, skateboard tricks, you know, just, like, fucking, yeah, dude. And so, good like, fit, good fit. Yeah, yeah. And then we did it twice, dude. We did it a second year, and the second year we did it in Osaka with, like, some new dudes. And, like, same thing, man. Just, like, fucking, even, it was even bigger. I think That's we probably so had, cool. like, I think we probably, I don't know, like, pretty sure, like, fuck, that was a while ago. Like, I don't remember, but, like, yeah, a couple hundred people, like, showed up to, like, the premiere and stuff like that, and it was... That's yeah, right. Like, that's that seems really cool to be a part of that, and like it's definitely a good way to uh, meet people and connect uh, crews. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. What was the golden moment with with the shop, and where did you get the name from? All right. So yeah. So like I said, when we're like when we decided the name, man, I didn't want to make a name that like I just I I didn't I wanted to more create like more of like a destination than just like some like shop name. You know, like Epic Skate Shop or some shit like that. You know, it's just like. It's like make it like a place. It's like where you're at. You're like, oh, I'm at the bank. I'm at the store. I'm at the fucking zoo, or you know, like wherever, dude. You're just like, nice. I'm at the, I'm at the mint, and everybody's like, oh, you're at the mint. All right, sick, dude. Like, I'll come by, <laughs> you know. And it's like, it's there's a, there's a total atmosphere that's like been created. I think because of that. Now it's like, you know, I almost see this place as more just like it's like fucking everybody's like kicking spot, dude. Like we got like PlayStation and darts. I sold beer here and shit, man. Like it's like. <laughs> You know? <laughs> you know so that's how we decided the name and and it was like and there i mean it's something kind of like fresh too you know there's there's some meaning behind like you know just something like mint it's like just like i don't want to run off this thing it's like oh yeah it was like fucking perfect place it's like you know it's just like it's just somewhere cool you know it's just like yeah i don't know like i liked it and well like i like the name when i saw i saw you it on instagram i believe the mint and i instantly was like that just sounds and looks cool and even the letters i'm like this is just like sick and i started checking it out and i'm like damn this place looks epic um and i like that concept of it coming like being the spot you know the mint and like because skate shops are so crucial to skate scenes because like I fell in love with skateboarding because of, like, my local skate shop, Solstice in New Bedford, Mass. And, like, those dudes were just the collective of skaters that came together to do a small business. And they were so in love with skating. They were, like, filming it. They were they were doing everything you could do within skateboarding, the art side of it, making boards. And, like, they just showed me all of that. And, like, to me, before that, it was just, like, skating was riding on my ass and, like... Mm. It was just fun, you know, which is awesome yeah. how it should be. Yeah. But then I got to learn about the world of skateboarding through 
the spot through the skate shop, you know? And yeah. it sounds like you take, it seems like you guys are doing a great job with the community and working with everybody. That's what, like, I mean, like, that's, that's the goal, dude. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, and just trying to, like, you know, be this, like, open place where just, like, we're down to, like, get involved with, like, anybody and everybody. Like, sometimes, you know, there there are there are some like there might be some like clicky areas of like you know the industry and some politics that like you know get thrown around and stuff and and stuff but um you know yeah, that's natural people like protect their art like skateboard so personal personal to individuals so like it's like your own expression with their skateboard it's like so it's just like hip-hop you know like people defend their styles and there's like heated debate and an argument over like yeah, dude, push that way. Like the the intricacies, yeah. the little like tiny little nuances that in the bigger picture, it's like you're all fucking skating. But I know yeah. that exists. No, <laughs> dude, and it, like and it like it and it, like it totally does here too, man. Like I mean, like that shit. Like I mean, the same shit happens here is what I should say. And like I would never yeah, want it to so, go away. I love that people are passionate about what they no, do. No, for sure, <laughs> dude, for sure, for sure. And so like you know, like my whole thing is just like, well, you know, I've 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 created my community. I've got my homies around, like. You know, I got a I got a nice crew that like I'm I'm super stoked to go and like if if I'm just skating with them then it's okay you know because they fucking they're all sick dudes and they're good and like you know and if and if same thing goes with like the shop and like business wise um, you know because like believe it or not like sometimes it's you know now we're, we're we're in a different country so sometimes it's you know like the availability of like merchandise and stuff like that it's hard you know like you know um you know like business stuff like you know it can kind of get a little complicated sometimes and yeah there's hurdles and it's like definitely there's walls to get over for sure and like especially being especially being in a foreign country dude like it's you know it's really it's really tough because there's 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 now there's certain fucking levels that you have to go through to just to to you know it's not like being there where you can just like hit up somebody from this company and like yeah like there's the- there's spots where you could just go like i bet if you're in southern california you could just hit up a brand go go over there and just pick up decks like that they'll give you cash you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah to be yeah, able yeah. to like do business when there's a whole industry around you is a lot easier i imagine but being like out in japan where i'm i imagine it's a lot smaller the skate industry out there and yeah, um, yeah. is there like are you is there a lot of shops in Japan? I don't really know much. I know we've been out there on skate trips. Fiber went out there a long time ago. I was so little, though. I wasn't really paying attention to, like, the business side. I was just trying to kick the front board. How's, yeah. how's Japan's... How's their skate scene? Like, is it thriving? Is there a, a lot of people involved? Comparison, fuck, I guess? Fuck yeah, dude. It's it's definitely thriving, man. And it's sick. There, there like... There are... A, like, right... I don't know. There's... Fuck man, it's it's. T- let me let me rephrase this. I think it's a little hard to say because I'm I I haven't grown up in Japan skate scene, but from yeah. what I've seen in the the last seven years that I've been living here consistently is a huge change. Um, it's definitely thriving. There's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more youth skateboarding. Nice. There's a lot of girls skateboarding and like nice. girls like killing it on skateboarding dude did you see that fucking kisa nakamura got the fucking gold medal in x games dude i wow. know that little girl i know her father dude like she used to skate in kobe a lot dude like i've known her since she was like a little fucking kid dog whoa whoa oh like dude i hope like dude um, i don't know how she doesn't like hear this but dude, i used to think she was a little boy you know along <laughs> she used to have this short ass hair 
and ripped it on fucking like half pipe invert, dude. Like just like full padded up at the skate park. This That's little sick. fucking rom just slanging it and like grows up and like gets fucking gold medal in like girls X Games like just this past uh, year. That's so, a trip. Yeah, and like fucking anyways, dude. But there's there's also some dudes coming up like like street skating that are fucking dude just like really fucking putting it down right now like and and i'm stoked that like i've got one kid in my crew he's he's kind of like maybe he's like my timmy you know yeah he's just like dude like i've just been like i see i've just been fucking watching him grow and grow and blossom and he's just fucking he's just killing it dude always just killing it and nice yeah man so it's definitely a sick scene man and like they've got a good street scene here too because i mean fuck dude it's japan it's like a huge ass metropolis you know, when you when you compare it, you know, like, yeah, comparing it to New York, yeah, it might be, like, similar. You know, maybe, like, downtown Los Angeles and shit like that, yeah, it might be a little bit similar. But, fuck, dude, like, this place is, this place is gnarly, man. Like, there's just shit everywhere, dude. It's a metropolis, man. It's fucking massive cities, dude. You go to Tokyo, man, there's shit everywhere. Go to That's Kamasaka, awesome. there's shit everywhere. Kobe, shit everywhere, dude. And so all these kids now, like, all these people are, are seeing all this like influence coming out of like just all their skate areas you know like from around the world you know like you know all, all these dudes especially you know like dudes in like north america and like australia and like <clears throat> and fucking yeah dude so it's influencing people here and now these kids here dude are just like killing it dude like fucking some ne- dude like it's gonna be like the next five years dude japan's gonna be fucking I don't know. You're going to see some, like, heaviness coming out of here. I'm pretty sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it because it's awesome to see skateboarding um, go into a certain culture, you know? People fall in love with it, and then it can take over, and it's like all these people have this thing they love, and they can create personality, and they can have characters, and they can create community and friendship and have a place like the Mint to, like, go to, and it's like a watering hole, and it's all healthy and expressive, and it's like... Yeah. It feels like skateboarding is a beautiful fit for Japan, for sure. I got a um, question for you, dude. I know I've heard you ask people. Yeah. So, 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 um, the fucking Olympics, yes. it's going to de- debut here in Japan, skateboarding. <laughs> 2020 Tokyo Olympics. How do you feel about that? Okay, awesome. Thank you for asking. <laughs> All right, so I had a moment the other day. Where was I? I was somewhere. I was hanging out with a homie, and we were, what were we doing on skateboards? Well, the barrel jump. I was hanging out with Donnie Barley, actually, and he's doing the barrel jump. <laughs> and uh, we're doing this downtown New Bedford, Massachusetts, where the skate shop I grew up that basically saved my life, Solstice Skate Shop. Thank you. I was checking they, them out the other day, too, dude. I was peeping their website out. Dude, they're awesome. Nice. And yeah, uh, so they, get, they, got, they work with the city of New Bedford, Mass, and they block off the street, and we have barrel jumps going, and homies are, like, charging at these barrels, and they're just, like, they're riding as fast as they can, jumping off the board, floating over, like, 10 barrels, 11 barrels, and landing on another board, and, like, it's insane. Like, it got to the point where it was, like, stuntman shit. Like, I slow-moed it, and it's, like, he's in the air for so long, just, like, ninja kicking. It was that, then, it was that one fucking, I saw that shit, I think, dude. It was, like, yeah. uh, I don't know, like, some, like, black dude, right? He was, like, fucking yeah. jump. Yeah, like, two barrels and, like, a gap and, like, more barrels. Yeah, Austin was so powerful. Like, dude, one of his bails was insane. I, I didn't put it up. I think maybe Solstice did, but... He, like, came up short and had to jump, like, 12 barrels, and he somehow, like, pulled it off. That's Austin, the black kid. Uh, yeah, him yeah. and 
Devin killed it. It's yeah. insane. Um, <laughs> so, but anyways, I was talking to someone there, and I was like, dude, this should be in the Olympics. <laughs> this should be in the Olympics. Imagine Beryl <laughs> jumping in the Olympics. That would be amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I think if skateboarding was in the Olympics as barrel jumping, I'd be. that would be so funny. Like, I bet there's some countries out there that, like, they might be good at that. <laughs> and it's like, they might not even know about skateboarding. You know what I mean? Like, they might not even have a clue, but if it's in the Olympics... And they saw barrel jump, and they might get into that. Like, dude, it might be some like dude from like like fucking like Svin's Vin Svingelsvin or some shit like that. Like fucking yeah. like with like super long blonde hair, like jumping over fucking barrels. He just excels at that, and he's like, finally, this is my shot. And then he gets a gold medal, Wheaties box, <laughs> crushing it. I back it. But uh, in all sincere, in all sincerity, though, like um, skateboarding in the Olympics. Um, let's see. I don't know. I'm so, like, on the grassroots level that I'm just, like, trying to build community and, and preserve what we do have as skaters, you know? Because, like, as, skaters, as skateboarding gets bigger, um, people with money and, like, people that want to just get into it for profit, like, tend to, like, buy it up. You know what I mean? So, like, to me, I'm, like, super nervous about that because I love skateboarding and I don't ever want, like people that don't love skating on the same level to like be able to dictate you know who's pro who can travel who can benefit from skating you know like mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like if skaters are at the helm and doing it whether they own the you know skate shops and skate brands and you know if you guys are if if the people that live it love it are the influencers that's a good thing to me and, and i love that and the olympics is like obviously this not it's not core skateboarders running the Olympics. Let's be honest, like right, it is right. what it is, you know. And they're going to project like what skating is to a massive audience, the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. That's all intimidating and scary and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't really know, man. If it, it I feel like whatever I say doesn't really matter. Whoever's working at it's working at it, and it's going to be what it is. Like I'm not actively trying to stop it, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just exactly. So like. To me, I'm so focused on just trying to project, like, a different version of skating that's not the Olympics, that we love, that we care about, that people that grew up on skating, it saved their life, it it saved them from having a mundane existence where they had to work some job they're not passionate about, like, the things that, like, people that are the artists that love it, like, not so much the athletic side of things, I'm not against that, I love that, I love adding up numbers and being precise and having rules and, like, being mm. able to play within a structure and, like, excel and get rewarded. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that shit's so cool, dude. Like, I don't want to hate on anyone. I just love skating so much and I think it should be for everybody. So that means everybody can be involved in the business side and the promotion side and the... It's a democracy. So, like, everyone who loves skating, you know, should have access to it. So, I mean, there'll be, like, things that are good from the Olympics. Like, maybe it'll grow awareness and stuff. But I feel... I said it on other episodes. I'm like, if there's five kids that are into skating and three of them are into it for competition and two are into it for like an expressive lifestyle like they want to film video parts and put out these pieces of work and art with a brand or by themselves like then maybe if the olympics come there'll be 10 and the numbers will just double but it'll be still be kind of the same you know like some people are still going to be in points and structures and want to compete like street league mm. exists now and that's might as well be the olympics to me Dude, they're gonna <laughs> just they're pretty much gonna decide it anyways you know like i mean that's yeah. probably what's gonna happen anyway so like fucking i don't know man like my whole take is like this it's like i see it as the same way as like legalizing weed and yes. it's like fucking yeah finally dude yeah finally it's gonna fucking be legal but at the same time do i really want it to be legal you know why <laughs> because like like 
think about it, man. Like, cause like once it's legal, like every fucking dickhead's gonna be out there fucking like trying to be cool, smoking a joint, you know, and like just because it's legal now, you know, and, like fucking same thing with like skateboarding. It's like, oh, it's an Olympic sport now. We can, you know, it can, and it's it's easy to exploit. Is what I'm saying. Is it's yeah. and so if. If, if I'm glad that it's being recognized as something that's a productive activity that that's that that that's what these people are seeing it as. You know, you and I we see it as a fucking lifestyle. You know, it's fucking just like it's fucking skateboarding, dude. You know, it's like we that's through, it. we see it through. We feel it through emotions, like because we've done it. We know the battles. We know the heights. The the we know the joy. We see the happiness because we're in the trenches, like having fun skating, actually living the lifestyle, like doing it, like not for money, not for profit, but just because it helps us. It helps us grow and people around us, and it's like community, like. That's the difference, and those people look at it as a profit-making scheme, and that's scary. And I'm not saying the Olympics are trying to make money, but I'm pretty sure that's like what happens. You know, all these people, it builds an industry. It's like unites the world, whatever you want to say it is. But like, oh, I don't know, dude. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, nah, no. I mean, I mean, like, yeah. It's oh, you're saying like, it was like I'm, democracy, like with if weed's legal. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like I don't know. Like, I don't know how great it's going to make it. Like, if it's going to be more socially accepted than it already is, you know, like. Like, like what it's gonna do, but I don't know. Fuck, man. Like, it's gonna happen whether, whether like, we could, like, we can, like, what even, I don't know. It's gonna happen regardless for sure. So, like, fuck it. Just, you know, just, like, I think somebody else just said, like, just sit back and watch how weird it is, you know, just, like, just be like, fuck, this is kind of fucking, yeah. this is kind of strange. Like, fuck Yeah, it. And, I, and I, dude, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, my heart doesn't want there to be gatekeepers. Like, I always worry that, like, you know, these big shoe companies are going to come in and they're going to buy up all the industry and then they dictate what happens. And I worry about the Olympics and, like, the influence. But really, I think, like, there's no gatekeepers. And I think it's the responsi- responsibility. I think it's my responsibility. And, uh, and I feel like other pros and people that live it love it to just project and show, use the technology of today to show a different version of what you're not into. Like, if you're not yeah. into the Olympics, well, yeah. then show what you're into. And then yeah, exactly. will, pe- people will be influenced by that. Like, because my idea of skating is it's for everybody. Like, everyone's involved. It's self-expression. Let's love this thing. Like, and if someone wants to go be rigid and be about points, or if someone wants to be in the corner emo and angry and then skating's just their own fucking thing and they don't even want to talk to you, like, I'm totally fine with all of that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, uh, I just don't, I feel like as long as us, as long as skateboarders that live it, love it, in the trenches, as long as we're involved and we're doing cool shit, like, the people that want to get into it for those reasons will, and the people that want to get into it for points and structure and rules and getting trophies and shit like that, they'll have their thing. I just think ours is way funner. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, so let me ask you this then, man. So what do you think about, like, then, like, putting it up on Instagram or, like, putting it out right away, like, just putting out footage now, like, now, like, you know, using, like, the social media and stuff like that, like, what's your take on that? Like, do you think, like, the gym should be, should be kept sacred and, like, put into a proper edit and a project or just thrown up right away? No, I think that you should, those people, just like I would, I do what I'm feeling and what I'm feeling and what I'm hyped on, I'm doing that. And then the people around me are the same way. Like, I usually gravitate towards people that have similar characteristics and like the similar things. So, like, for the All I Need video, we all want to put out video parts. We're like, dude, we love video parts. We love full-length videos. And, like, we put out our first one, Thrive, Prosper, Rise, and we've been working on our last one. And I've been taking skate trips. We went to San Diego last year for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Everyone got time off. We skated, filmed for two weeks just with Timmy and his hood. And, like, it was nice. Yeah. 
little marijuana, a little beer, a little ocean, fucking lots some of bur- Some fucking carne asada fries, dude. Dude, dude you know it. You know it. <laughs> uh, and uh, we just killed it, and we had so much fun, and we gathered all these, like, photos and all this stuff that's, like, the culture of the brand. And then this year we went to Atlanta, and we just put out our... Actually, for the people listening, just yesterday I put up our... Our uh, trip video, it's uh, All I Need Atlanta 2016, and it's on our website, allineedskate.com, and you can check it out, and it just has a vibe, a feeling, it's like, and it's just a video, you know, and we saved, like, the the banger bangers for our full length that's coming out later this year, so, like, to me, I'm like, it's my responsibility, if I care about video parts, then let's put out video parts, like, but I also, there's times where I just go out and, like, I'll, I'll not even have a phone, or if I do have a phone, Maybe I try something really hard and we get it and I put it out because it's just like spur of the moment, you know. Okay, but yeah, skateboarding and just like hanging out, having fun. It's like whatever, you know. I feel like we have so many tools these days to do whatever we want with skateboarding mm. and to share it and showcase it and like be expressive and create with it. Like we have so all these crazy tools nowadays, and it's like yeah. I want more expression, more flavor. I want more diversity. I want like it to be a whole thing because then that's a that's like um, everyone can be involved, the whole world, you know. Yeah, it's like beautiful to me. I just worry like when it comes to all the points and stuff. Like if it only like I worry about other sports. You see them like it it becomes too elitist. Like you can't even do it if you don't finish school or like if you like drugs, you can't be in a thing like. And yeah. by drugs, I mean, like, marijuana or alcohol or, like, yeah. when they tell you too much. Like, I, I want to be a role model to young people, you know, in the sense right. that I love skateboarding. But I'm still a 33-year-old person and, like, you know, I drink coffee, I smoke weed, I drink beer. But all in moderation, I'm, like, responsible. Yeah. I have bills and family and my two dogs, as you know, that I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a dog, so, too. So, like, yeah. Like, so, so, to me, it's just, like... You know, I think skateboarding is maturing, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just think that we can't lose the shit we love about skating for the pursuit right. of profit. And right. It's our responsibility to not just chase the money, but to showcase skateboarding and share it and build community, and and just preserve that culture and and everything we love about it as individuals. I sure there's probably things you like that I don't like. Like I listen to these parts with trap music, and I love hip hop, but mm. trap trap music to me is like. I just bounce there. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. And my ego is going. I got a little gangster going. Like, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Can't but it's not like it. I'm going to put it on. I don't no. know if you're, you're not into it. I'm not. Dude, I like, I do. I listen to fucking hip hop, dog. I, nice, I listen to like nice. fucking like, hip hop, dude. You know, like, I grew up on like fucking like real hip hop, dude. So, like, do you have, yeah. do you have any favorites if you're going to go favorites? Ah, uh, dude. Off, like, straight off the top. Like, yeah. Man, you're going to put me on the hip hop side right now. Well, I'm going to oh. say Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang 36 Chambers is one Dude, of my favorites. I used to have a Wu-Tang W painted on my bedroom wall, dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gangster. <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, woo, dude, all of woo, but, like, even, like, fucking, dude, like, just, like, Run DMC, Ooh, I was good. listening to fucking, dude, I've been, like, on this fucking Cool G rap tip, listen, look what I'm listening to right now, dude, look what's on my computer, Master Ace. Yes, Master Ace. <laughs> dude, you know what I mean, like, I listen to hip-hop, dog, so, like, some of this shit you hear out now, like, I don't mean, like, it's all expression, and sometimes, like, honestly, like, I think trap. What trap artists should do if they're fucking smart is hit up skateboard companies and be like, yo, let me use your skate videos for my music video and we'll pay you a bunch of money because otherwise their songs are going to sound like shit. You can listen to trap music with skateboarding and you're like, fuck, and it's like, it's like some dude like pops something and then the beat kind of drops and it's like slow motion and then the fucking he lands and the beat hits again. You're like, oh shit, that was tight. 
like because yeah. the skateboarding was sick because you're just like the skating so sick oh and the music just hits like oh it's a nice vibe it's a nice feel but the dudes on the song just going like hut up what up hut up ho what up what up get up get up go you're just like dude shut up homie <laughs> 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 you know like but it's so sick it is i can't hate on it with skateboarding too much because like nah. you watch these parts and it's like you, they don't they want to fit like all right you want to hear like i want to hear some fucking some fucking sonic youth skateboarding you know and you're not going to put this kid's part to sonic youth it's just not going to work or you know what i mean it works with that the, the editor the dude who filmed it it was filmed with a purpose and like yeah. you know and, I, and i've learned that also you know like from because <clears throat> i've been really trying to fucking like film a lot and when i'm going out filming trying to conceptualize like all right how is this gonna look when it's all done like yeah i can just sit here and fucking like point the fish or do something or whatever and i like, get it i can capture it like for sure but like what kind of feeling do i want to create when this is all like finished i don't know that's just the way i think and i think yeah. those dudes who are filming the parts with the trap music are thinking the same thing it's just like it's just like clip 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 little fucking maybe one like funny lifestyle bail or some shit but like clip 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 yeah so it, wouldn't, it wouldn't it wouldn't be so popular if people weren't into it so like see that's what i'm saying like if i went off on this tirade like fuck trap music it's the worst thing ever they shouldn't be a part of skateboarding i'd be an asshole because so many people do it but it's just not my preference like i'm sorry if you have this horrible trap music even if your skating is good or bad i'm gonna watch it because i just like watching people creations but i'm gonna mute it i'm gonna mute the fuck out of it after about 30 seconds and i'm gonna go i'm gonna have like some weird song that i'm into it's just like no one's gonna be into um, and i'm just gonna you... pay attention <laughs> okay so aside from hip-hop what other kind of music do you listen to dude all i've been listening to is first aid kit which is these two girls and they sing like folky like just real they hold notes really long but they're very powerful girls that can sing like their voices are explosive and um yeah they just sing these kind of dreary like um just folky music and i really like that and then i also been listening to florence and the machine i really like women that can sing and have powerful voices and she has by far one of the most powerful voices i've ever heard like she could probably break a microphone easily like is, um it's amazing. Dude, you ever heard listen to uh stone the crows dude stone, stone the, crows. the crows dude the chick the chick who sings there's there's one song it's called uh fucking like freedom road stone the crows freedom road live fuck dude Dude, smoke like dude like fucking smoke a fat bowl dog and just like just chill out <laughs> chill out for a second just chill out for a second and just listen to it, it starts all like kind of like super psychedelic trippy and then yeah. it's, it's like this blues and this chick just fucking just she sings like dude she sings so fucking powerful man it's just like you're like yeah. oh, damn this chick is like this is gnarly dude this is good yeah i wrote, like, I wrote it down quality music man quality trust me I wrote it down, and I love stuff like that where you can get lost in the moment. Like, some of these albums, you, I can just go straight through, listen to them straight through. I've also been listening to, um, like, uh, it's like minimalist piano, so it's like a lot of piano, but it's just like subtle, like, dun, 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 like it, but I just get, like, lost in that for a long time. It just carries me through my day. Like, I'm super active with shit, so, like... Sometimes I just like being in a in a rhythm or like in a sound or something. I just have it all oh, day. Dude, I gotta send you this other one. It's then if you like that shit, it's uh, what's it? It's this fucking Japanese shit. It's like Mitsuki Tanaka or some shit like that. And yeah, I can't write that I'll, one down. I have to I, when I find, dude. I'll, I'll email you the link later once I find it. But like, it's crazy. It's just like this. Like, it's like a xylophone. 
dude. Yeah. It's like this fucking crazy xylophone only. And it's just like, it starts to slide. It's just like, yeah, same thing. It's like, boom, boom. You get like lost then, in the and vibrations. Then, and, then, and then it kind of speeds up a little bit, kind of fucking drifts off, and it turns into some kind of rhythm, but it's like all over the place. You feel like you're in this fucking like gnarly wave pool. You know, like, you're just fucking like, oh, shit, dude. And then it's just, like, fucking, then just something hits you, like, oh, my God, like, dude, like, this is crazy. Like, it's sick, man. Like, it's really, and you're just, like, dude, you can, I mean, you should smoke and, like, listen to it, but, like, you cannot, like, you can just, like, yeah, man, you can just fucking just zone out to it because it's really, it's like that. I'll send you the link. Please do. All right, um, before we go, um, mm. if people want to follow uh, the shop and anything you're creating, where can they find you or any of your creations? Um, you can check the shop, like, it's, um, mintskate.com is the skate shop's, like, main website. Um, our Instagram is, like, at the mintskate. Um, mine is at bfskate underscore bug. Nice. Um, I also have, like, my own, like, like photo portfolio site, um, called, uh, Bugs Plastic Paradise, um, where I just, like, fucking upload a bunch of pictures. I, like... <clears throat> I'm just, like, redoing it, like, right now, making it sicker. But, like, I should have it done by, like, I don't know, hopefully, like, tomorrow or the next day. So, like, yeah. so, but, like I mean, it's already, like, working. I'm just, like, it's not it's not what I want it to be. But, like, I'm just, like, it's, I've, I finally got, I've gotten some, like, pretty sweet opportunities. I'm shooting this, like, really big fucking concert here this summer. It's nice. kind of, it's, like, you know Coachella? Yeah. Like, it's, like, Coachella for Japan. Like, I got this job as a fucking photographer for him. And, like, I'm, like, yeah. dude. On stage, backstage, do everywhere, like all access, dude. I'm fucking stoked, man. I'm dude, fucked. that's gonna be rad. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking like Radiohead's headlining it and shit. Like after driving, play, fucking Weezer, Offspring, like all these fucking Fergie and like all these motherfuckers are gonna be hearing. I'm just like, you're gonna post. Are you gonna post this stuff up on your your uh, post? Yeah, probably. What I get, they said I can, but like I'm not sure yet. Like, like what's gonna happen? Like I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, dude, I've been like trying to bust my ass. Like also just you know making my name as like a photographer and stuff and trying to you know do that because it's it's a lot of fun i'm always shooting photos and stuff so yeah um bugs plastic paradise and um mintskate.com those are like the best and awesome if you follow the, if you follow them in on instagram then yeah you'll see like you'll you'll be able to like just like see who i tag and shit and just like check out what's going on with the other homies around japan and like yeah, for everybody out there listening, just like people, people's going on here a little bit more. There's some really sick stuff happening. Hell yeah, lurk the lurk the mint on Instagram for sure. Okay. But thank you yep. so much, man. It's Good like day. um, it's really cool to meet you, man. And I hope you yeah, get a ticket someday. Fuck yeah, dude. Like yeah, man. Like dude, if you ever if you ever over here, like fucking hit me up, man. If you ever coming near here, hit me up. Like wherever, like yeah, if you're traveling or just like like let's go up and do some shit, man. Cause I'm down.